1: Zumo Play.
0: This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers.
1: Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook, a Wednesday show for you. Ryan Rostin of the Philadelphia City Cast will join us. We'll do a little crossover. We'll talk NBA Finals. We'll talk the Rangers and the Lightning. We'll talk some baseball with him as his Phillies are struggling. The Mets are soaring and they are in action today. Minus 210 at Bet Rivers. Carrasco going against Evan Lee, who I, I've honestly never heard of. And I follow this stuff pretty closely. I, I would assume he's making his debut or he's a reliever. Uh, the Nationals are, like I said, just awful. Have absolutely no pitching. Uh, just, it, it's hard to believe this team a couple years ago was winning a World Series and just loaded with Scherzer and Strasburg, who you can't even find on a map anymore. Corbin's a disaster. He got hammered last night. He gets hammered every time out. I mean, I know they owe him a, a good chunk of money. They owe him a lot of money, actually. Uh, at some point, they're going to have to just cut the cord, move him to the bullpen. I, I know they're probably trying to – when you owe him that much money, you're trying to not – you know, you, you don't want to eat the contract. You owe him the pitch well enough for somebody to move it and at least take part of his contract. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. So uh, Lee on the mound tonight. Let's see. He is – yeah, he's making his debut. So – Mets should win again today. The Mets just continue to win. Atlanta blew the game late last night to Arizona. So the Mets now a 10-game lead in the lost column over Atlanta, a 12-game lead over Philly. We can stop mentioning Philly. Philly is just dead and buried in that race. I know they got some games here with the Nationals, but uh, Philly is not getting off the mat. That's a terrible team as they lost again last night. They had extra innings. I don't know how long Girardi is for that job. I don't know how long Girardi wants that job. I mean, that team is just a disaster with the bullpen, the defense. I'm, I'm not sure how long Girardi sticks around. So the Mets, look, the schedule's brutal coming up. They are minus 345 to win a division here. Atlanta, 4-1 to, to win it. Philly, plus 850. Marlins, 35-1. to one. Mets are in good shape. Now, the schedule gets tough. schedule gets really tough. Four with the Dodgers. And without your pitchers here, without Scherzer, without DeGrom, without McGill, You know, if you can get a split, you'd be very happy. Now, the the Dodgers haven't played well. They just lost to the Pirates two in a row, which you could look at and say, hey, they're vulnerable, their pitching's not as good, and look at it as a positive, which I think is true. Or you could say, you know what, Dodgers, you're not going to catch them napping here. They're going to be out for blood these these four games here against the Mets. So uh, here's my one wish for the Dodgers-Mets, besides the Mets getting a split and moving on in this tough part of the schedule. Here's my one wish for this series is that we see it again in October. Preferably in the NLCS because that would be a lot of fun. Both these teams are really good. Obviously, that Dodger lineup, it looks like the NL All-Star team. Pitching's not as great as it has been. Bueller's struggled. The pitching's not dominant, but the pitching's... When you have that lineup, you get a little wiggle room with the pitching. Now, that doesn't usually translate to October, but... Boy, the Mets getting their guys back, getting DeGrom, Scherzer, all these guys, and heading into an NLCS with the Dodgers would just be so much fun. So hopefully we see this series again sometime in October, would be preferably in the NLCS. I think it probably would be in the NLCS. Now it's still early, but the two best records would be separated in the NLDS. Those teams would get the bye. So if they did meet, it would be pretty likely that it would be the NLCS. So that's the Mets. Any play on the Mets today would be money line. I'm fine with. Uh, throw them into a parlay with, I don't know, what can you parlay them with? Warriors game one and get you yeah, plus money. Warriors money line and Mets money line, it gets you a plus 125. That's not terrible. So I would expect the Mets to win. They play an afternoon game today. Yankees with a nice win. They beat up on the Angels. They beat up on Syndergaard, who had pitched pretty well. He had a couple rough starts. Two starts ago, he had a start where he only lasted two-thirds of an inning, gave up a million runs. And before that, his ERA was two, sub-two. Then he pitched well his last time out. And then last night, he just got hammered. Uh Torres hit the ball well. Judge, Rizzo. I mean, the Yankees finally opened up some offense. That lineup, which I've been knocking, and I think fairly got on track and scored some runs and opened up the game. And the one takeaway from that game, I think Trevino needs to be the catcher because Trevino has some life in his bat. Higashioka has been an automatic out, and Trevino's really good behind the plate, too. I mean, Sanchez is having a good year. And, you know, you're not too unhappy with the catching situation because at least these guys give you some stability behind the plate. Trevino can at least, you know, he, he's really good at framing and he's giving you some life with the bat. So uh, the Yankees are in action tonight. Let's see. And Montgomery, by the way, is a very underrated pitcher. People look at Montgomery as a back end of the rotation guy. That That's not true. That's not accurate. Montgomery's a really good pitcher now. Uh, that was his first win last night. He doesn't have the wins to show for it. They just haven't hit it all when he's pitched until last night. Uh, the Yankees, minus 175 tonight. Total, 8. We got Detmers against Cortez. I would go under 8 here just because I think Detmers could be tough for them. He's a lefty. They haven't seen him. He's a rookie. He's got a good curveball. Really good curveball. he threw a no-hitter about a month ago. And then Cortez has basically been as good as anybody in the league. So, under 8, under four and a half, first 5. I think both of those are good plays here uh, for Yankees, Angels. And like I said, Montgomery's a really underrated pitcher. So, Yankees uh, have good pitching. I mean, Cole, I, I think has even become underrated because people like to get on him with the contract, his start last year in the playoffs in Fenway, the spider tack. Even this year on opening day, he's complaining that the game started what six minutes too late. And he, he, one thing you can't do, especially in New York, especially when you're making a lot of money, start making excuses. So people and not pitch well in big games. And that was a one-off. He's really pitched well in big games, other than that, but that one's gonna stick with him. Uh, Cole's become a little underrated. Cole's still a really good pitcher. Cortez is obviously a fan favorite, and he's been dominant. And then you got Tyone. Severino stuff we know is nasty. Severino almost won a Cy Young. He's like that, what, 22, 23-year-old. And then you got Montgomery. So that starting rotation is really, really good, really deep. Bullpen's obviously beat up at, at, at this point with the injuries with Luizaga. King's gotten hit around a little bit, but uh, this Yankee pitching staff's really good. Hopefully we get Stanton back this week and They still need a move. They still need another bat. They need another bullpen piece. Those are things you can get. But the Yankees in good shape here. As Tampa loses, they are now uh, five ahead in the loss of Tampa and Toronto as Toronto started to play a little better here. So I think they're five ahead in the loss in one and six of the other. I think Toronto is the closest team here. Go to the Bet River app. Check out the odds. Yeah, Yankees 34-15, and five ahead of the loss in – against – in terms of the Blue Jays, six in the loss ahead of Tampa. And the Red Sox, after playing pretty well, lost to Cincy last night. Red Sox are still four games under, 12 in the loss. They're not really a factor. It'll be interesting to see what they do at the deadline, whether they're buyers or sellers. I'm sure the next month, six weeks, will determine a lot of that. Uh, AL East odds, I can give you these. I'll just give you all the futures. Is The Dodgers, for all their issues, still plus 475, the favorite to win the whole thing. Yankees are six to one, Mets plus eight twenty-five. That number is pretty much stayed put. Astros nine to one. Blue Jays eleven to one. Brewers twelve to one. Braves only fifteen to one for how badly they've played. You'd expect a little more on Atlanta. White Sox have also been disappointing. They are 17 to 1. Padres at 17 to 1. I'd probably like a little more, but that's not a terrible number. Then you have Tampa 17 to 1. The Angels and Giants 20 to 1. And then the Phillies are 30 to 1. Again, not one I'd want a part of. So those are the odds to win the whole thing at Bet Rivers. If you're looking for division, uh, let's see. The AL East Yankees are still going to be a favorite here, up to minus 240 to win a division with the Blue Jays plus 365 and the Rays plus 575. That's the baseball. The hockey, we've spent a lot of time on the Rangers, and rightfully so. They kick it off tonight, plus 105 at home, total 5.5. I like the Rangers tonight. I like them to win at 7. You know, I spent a lot of time on a Monday and Tuesday, so that's why I kind of opened with the baseball here. And we'll have, I think we'll have Mitch Ross on tomorrow to break this series down and give you a, a good perspective in terms of what to look for. But I like the Rangers here. I, I really like the Rangers. I know the, the Lightning, I would say back-to-back champion, a really good team. They have a tremendous goalie. It's not going to be an easy series, but I think it's the same formula, the same recipe if you're the Rangers that you used against Carolina and, hell, even the same one when you found you fell down against Pittsburgh, and that is find your way to a Game 7. Just find your way to a game seven. Anything can happen. You got a great goalie. One hockey game, anything can happen. When you're the lesser team, you just kind of reduce it to a one-game sample. And I think the Rangers have a good opportunity to do that. I don't think this is a great Tampa team. This is not the dominant team they've been in past years. So I think the Rangers are alive in this series. I think they have a little magic. I think they come into this series playing with house money after everything they've been through. Down three-one to Pittsburgh. Down two-nothing games five and six. Trailing late in game seven. Down 2-0 to Carolina. Down 3-2 to Carolina. Game 7 in Carolina, where they'd been unbelievable. Rangers come into this, and hey, you can get swept here and you still had a great year. So I like the Rangers tonight. Plus 105 here at Bet Rivers. I like them plus I like them in the series. And again, you can get them plus 150 to win the series, but you can get them plus 650 to win this in exactly seven games so even if you got to a game seven you could bet against them and hedge and get get a little profit i think that's a great price here on the rangers i think this is a long series i think this is more of a toss-up than the odds indicate tampa's probably better i I think tampa's rightfully favored but i think this price is a little a little long so that'll start tonight and the rangers will try to do something they haven't done all postseason and that is lead a series. It's amazing. They're in a conference finals and they have not led in a series yet. Obviously, lost game one to Pittsburgh, tied it up one-one, then fell behind three games to one before uh winning it in seven. And they trailed the whole way against Carolina down two-nothing, down three, two, and eventually won it four games to three. So they both they won both of these series in seven games. They haven't led any of these series at any point until the final moment when they actually won them. So Uh, Maybe the Rangers break that trend. I have a feeling they play well tonight and take a lead in this series, win game one. And if you could ever get the first two, boy, you'd be in really good shape going to Tampa, obviously. And that's a good goal to have, win these first two and put pressure on Tampa to win their two home games. And if you could ever come back to the Garden, up three games to one with a chance to go to the Stanley Cup Finals, this place, that building would be absolutely rocking uh, at MSG. And that's another thing to point out with this series. The road games in tampa a lot of new yorkers live in tampa a lot of new yorkers live in florida and a lot of new york uh, rangers have a rabid fan base you're gonna get a lot of people you're gonna get a lot of rangers fans in that building you're gonna get a lot of rain now the lightning look they've won two cups they're big down there you're gonna have a lot of Lightning fan too but those road games are not gonna be a typical road game i think you're gonna have a lot of rangers fans in the crowd for those games in tampa so that's something to keep an eye on something to look for and something i think will help the rangers here so Rangers are the pick tonight in terms of the baseball. Yankees under four, first five. Is it four or four and a half? It is. Let's see. Rivers under four, first five, right? It is. Let's see. Mets money line. We'll we'll go Mets money line. I know it's expensive here, but uh, you can pick the Mets money line and parlay it with the uh, with the Warriors here. And that to me, that's. I just I don't know that this Nationals team can beat anybody. So Mets Mets moneyline parlayed with the Warriors for Game One. As I'm looking here for the exact price here for the first five innings, I just want to make sure I give it right. Under four and a half minus one twenty one at River. So it is four and a half. I do like the under the first five. We'll go back to the well there after. Uh, that one beat us last night. We won on the Nationals one uh, on the N- Mets Nationals over, but we lost on the Yankees under as the Yankees exploded for five in that. Between the first and second inning, they had five runs, then it settled down, and I think there was only five, so we lost by half a run, but we take it, we move on, and we'll get ready for tonight with the Rangers in action. Rangers, Yankees, and Mets all home, so a busy night. Looking forward to it, but coming up next, Ryan Rothstein will talk finals MVP long shots, how to bet that series. We'll talk some NHL, some baseball. That is next. This is the New York City cast presented by BetRiver Sportsbook. BetRivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older? Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right. Crossover time. Earlier, Ryan Rothstein and I had a conversation. NBA Finals, NHL playoffs. Is there a 50 to 1 bet we like for NBA Finals MVP? Find out next. Here's my conversation with Ryan.
0: All right. So let's get into it. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast and Ryan Rothstein. That's me, host of the Philadelphia City cast. We'll have some fun here. A lot to discuss as we'll bring in June with with y'all. We have some baseball to talk, unfortunately, for Phillies fans. Not so much for New York Mets fans, Yankees fans, some hoops, NBA Finals Thursday gets underway. So we'll look at some NBA market stuff as well. So uh, let's do it. Will, how you been, man?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. I got two baseball teams in first place to talk about. I still got a hockey team here in the conference finals (laughs) that I get probably another, what, six or seven games about. I mean, I got got a lot going on. So uh, I'm doing just fine. I'm kind of worried about you because I know how that is, man. When I first started doing this podcast, it was like late October, early November. I had the Jets, I had the Giants and that was really it and there's only so many ways you can come in every day and just say a team stinks. I mean there's only so much you have to exactly. work with so I, I I kind of feel with you. It's a long way to Eagles football so I'm uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of worried for you and I'm I'm curious how you're handling it.
0: <laughs> you know, I listen, in Philly when teams stink for me it's it's arguably more fun than when the teams are good. <laughs> but uh baseball is a different animal because it's every damn day you know, so there there's two ways to look at it. It's good and bad because you get over losses quickly. And then, you know, by the time you start focusing in on the next loss, you know, it's time for the next game. But when they start piling up like they are for the Phillies, five straight. Uh, my goodness. I mean, they have ended May in just the worst way possible here. Well, I, I just they are just for falling further and further away from from the Mets. They're not I mean, listen, they're not winning the division. Let's just call it what it is. Girardi is, I would say, the over-unders. Six and a half days for him to get fired. Um, and he ain't the problem, but the organization is just going to have to send a message and fire Girardi sooner than later.
1: Fire Gabe Kapler again. I Yeah, they might try and do that. I mean, he's doing okay in San Francisco. So, yeah, you make a good point. You can fire Girardi, and it's weird. As somebody who followed Girardi's career as a player, he's such like a tough-minded, almost militaristic you know, defensive mind or fundamental oriented, defensive oriented guy. And to watch his team basically look like a little league team kicking the ball around. They can't catch yeah. a ball. It's very strange. I'm sure I, I, you know, I don't know that he wants to get fired because I don't know. what he get it another seems job like it after will. this? But yeah, at some point, put the guy out of his misery. I mean, it's got to be just awful. I mean, it's awful to watch. I, I was watching, I think it was the first inning against the Mets on Sunday night. I mean it's almost comical. Yeah to watch this team play defense. It's not comical if you bet the Phillies or if you're a Phillies fan or if, if you have the under because, boy, even a routine crown ball, is just uh, it, you just have to hold your breath. But, yeah, at some point, he's going to be like, you know what? Get, pay me the rest of my contract. I'll go do TV. Maybe I'll get another job down the line. But what a what a mess. And, you know, like I brought up with Kapper, Kapper got the blame, and he's going on to be a good manager in San Francisco. So the problems definitely run deeper than uh, who the manager is.
0: 100%. I mean, 100%. It, it does feel like a lot of people have joked that it feels like Girardi's trying to get fired. I mean, with some of the decisions that he's making, is just head scratching. Ain't the right way to describe it. It's like what wait, he wait, do you he, do? He's been
1: pinch running Roman Quinn, and then Roman Quinn comes up to bat. I think that's happened the last couple of nights. I think so, I saw somebody tweet that, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, but that's I don't even really mind all of those like examples. Like he does double switches. He'll he'll pinch run Roman Quinn. The last time they got a win, I think. He did that. And Roman Roman Quinn scored the winning run. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily hate that. But he tinkers with the lineup so much. I mean, at one point, Hoskins was leading off. Then he was batting eighth. At one point, Schwarber's leading off. Then he's batting fifth. And then, you know, I, I get it. Schwarber's struggling. Castellanos is struggling overall. But you don't have to vastly change the lineup, if not every day, every other day. Like, like it's just... Once a week, maybe once every two or three series. But he was he was doing it so much. It's like, dude, I I don't know. I don't know how anyone can get in a rhythm at the rate that he was doing it. At one point, it was like 10 straight games. It was a completely different lineup. I've never seen that before in my life.
1: Yeah, and the Mets for all their injuries. And they do have a rough stretch coming up. They got four with the Dodgers. They get the Padres, the Angels, the Brewers. And without their pitchers, they're probably going to hit a little bit of a rough spell. But, man, they've certainly built up a cushion here. They are 10 in the loss up over Atlanta, 12 in the loss column over the Phillies. Like you mentioned, the Phillies are not catching the Mets. I I would think here the Phillies, I don't know, they're going to be in a position where they're sellers at the deadline. I, I mean, I don't see how you go out and you add to this team. I know that extra playoff team sort of brings every, everybody back into the mix. But you're not even close at this point to being a competitor. And the Braves ended up blowing that game last night. So they haven't played well at all. They've been very disappointing as the Diamondbacks beat them 8-7 to seven last night uh, late in Arizona. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's the talk in Philly? Are they going to just shut it down? I mean, you wouldn't trade Harper or Wheeler or any of these guys. You, you kind of keep those guys as nah. stalwarts going
0: forward. But uh, I don't know what you do here if you're Philly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I talked about a rebuild the other night on WIP. But I, I don't. I don't see that being realistic. Um, like Dombrowski has gone over the tax threshold, two hundred thirty million dollar payroll for this, you know, clubhouse. It's been a buy mentality, and you know, if you want to have a conversation, if that was the right or wrong way to go about things, you know, you could. But at this point, that's how they went about it. So I, I just don't see them now backpedaling with their decision-making in the front office and saying, ah, you know what, we're going to sell. I think that would be the best move. You look at what the Cubs did with Chris Bryant and their situation. You know, they essentially just sold off the farm. Not literally the minor league, but, you know, bad phrase there. They sold everything off and, and rebuilt. Um, I see them trying to trade Hoskins, trying to trade Boehm, and trying to grab a couple more arms. Like, they're going to go down swinging um if they do anything and I'm not sitting here saying I agree with it but I would be relatively surprised if they you know hit, hit the reset button yeah I mean a lot of those guys would have value
1: Wheeler and Harper I mean I know Harper has a oh, long contract sure. but that's a, that's um a reasonable AAV and you know, even Noah, if you wanted to just say, you know what, we're just going to take our lumps for a couple of years. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago with the Sixers where they're not going to do it, yeah. but it's almost like the process 2.0, where if you're going to do it, might as well just go all in, stink for two or three years. I mean, uh, look at Baltimore. Baltimore has been an awful team, but you're starting to see the fruits of that, where if you pick in the top two or three of the draft every year, that's how you get the, the elite elite talent. Not that you can't get players in, in other ways or in other parts of the draft, but yeah, again, I don't, I don't think Philly will do that, and the Mets just continue to win games and beat up on the Nationals. I mean, look at look at what the Nationals. They were winning the World Series, what, two and a half years ago? And they are basically just a farm team. They are awful. Uh so it, it's been it's been you know incredible in the East. It's just it's the Mets and
0: uh, a big gap in everybody else. You know, some some Phillies fans will are saying, you know, they're they're clinging on to hope with uh Jalen Hurts. You know, the Phillies haven't played the Nationals yet. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's like the last the last straw that fans can grasp onto as to why the Phillies are going to turn things around here, and, and it's early. We've heard that so much. I'm ready to throw up if I hear it's early one more time as it relates to the Phillies and optimism. I, I might snap. It's not. I
1: mean, 50 games is not early. Now there are a lot of games left, but those two things are different. I mean, 50 games is 50 games. That's that's a decent sample. We're like a third of the way into the season. Exactly. 50 games is a reasonable sample now. If people want to get crazy, say, hey, the nationals were nice, speaking of the nationals. nationals were nineteen and thirty one a couple years ago and then won the World Series. Mm-hmm. I, I guess. I guess. I mean, the Philly team should be better. I I don't think they're great. I think their defense is bad. The bullpen's bad, but they should they be, should be bit, way Should be a little bit better. Um uh, yeah. how about the NBA? Are you into the finals at all? We we start that tomorrow. Do you have a pick? Do you have any bets on the finals tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I'm excited for this finals, man. I really am. Uh Warriors in Boston. You know, I was fine with Golden State, Miami, but uh, you know now that Boston pulled it off there in Game Seven, I, I'm excited for Celtics Warriors. I, I think it's going to be, you know, a relatively good series. <laughs> you know, I, I see Boston winning two games. Um, you know, I, I have Golden State winning this thing, but I think it's going to be close. First three, you know, three to five games of this series, I think Golden State will end up pulling away at the end. But um, this this Boston team, man, you've got to give them a ton of credit. They are. They are here to stay in the East. This won't be the first time we're talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and that crew in the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah, but that was, I I know how we are as betters and as fans. When somebody, something happens, we just kind of move on if they don't, you know, win the game. But Boston ended up winning, so it doesn't matter. That was almost the greatest collapse in like the history of sports, or at least on the top five. I mean, they're up 13 with what, two minutes to go? Next thing you know, you look up Butler shooting a three to put him in the finals. I mean, I, that was such an epic meltdown. Uh, again, maybe Boston can take a deep breath, sigh of relief. You know what? You're into the next round. Uh, I was tempted to pick Boston. I was leaning towards Boston. I do think the minus 160 on the Warriors is a little high. I know Boston kind of limps in. Yeah. I do think it's good for them. They get to reset the batteries, recharge the batteries here, have a few days off now. Uh, they won in Miami Sunday night, and, and these these guys are all in their 20s and they're millionaires, so I'm sure they had a nice time after the game Sunday going to the NBA Finals in Miami. I, I'm sure they, uh, they partied it up. So maybe game one will be tough for them, and I think Golden State's an adjustment anyway because they play so fast. They're passing, they're shooting. Yeah. It's different than Miami, I think, especially in Golden State. I, I do like Golden State in game one. I think the minus 160 for the series is a little high. I think it's more of a coin flip. I think Boston's really good, really good defensively. Um, I haven't bet it yet. I do like bet. Rivers has these correct series score prices. Yes. Warriors in seven plus 400 at the very least you get, you, you got something to root for pretty much the whole time. I don't think this is a four or five. I, I think minimum, this is a six game series. Absolutely minimum. I think there's a good shot. It goes to seven. And if you're, if you take the Warriors in seven plus 400, uh, you'll be favored in game seven cause you'll be home. So you can hedge, you can middle there with Boston. You can right. do whatever you want. Uh, if you want to just go through these other prices, Warriors in 5 is yeah. plus 425, Warriors in 6 is plus 500, Warriors to sweep plus 900, Celtics in 6 plus 450, Celtics in 7 plus 600, Celtics in 5 plus 850, and then Celtics to sweep uh is plus 1500. I don't think anybody thinks that's going to happen. Uh what yeah. what jumps out to you
0: in terms of those? I like Golden State in 6. You know, you get it at plus 500. Got to win in Boston, um, though.
1: Not impossible. We've seen road teams do well in these playoffs. Not impossible.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. And that's a game where I can see it happening because, you know, I can see home teams winning to in the first four games. Um, Golden State coming back home and, and winning in game five. And then, um, right, there, Golden, it's at home on thir- uh, tomorrow night. Golden, Golden State, State is track.
1: hosting, which is weird because Boston's a two seed. The Warriors are three, but they go by better record, and the Warriors do have the better record.
0: Right. That's why, as I was saying it, I, I was like, I'm, I'm 90%. Yeah. Here. But, um, yeah, so I can see Golden that playing out in games one through four, Golden State winning in game five, and then a close one in, in game six and, and uh, Golden State getting it on the road. I mean, who the hell knows? But, you know, I think it will be competitive. I do agree with you. I certainly could see it going seven. But uh, if I had to make a play here on series correct score, I'd, I'd probably go Golden State to win four to two at plus 500.
1: Okay. Uh, finals MVP, Curry minus 110. Boy, if you're going to just take the Warriors minus 160, can you just take Curry minus 110 because he's never won a finals MVP? I think there will be a narrative, which, again, is important with all these awards because it's human beings voting on them. I think there will be a narrative for Curry to win the finals MVP if the Warriors do win. So Curry minus 110, again, it's not great value, but it's a little better than minus 160. It's a lot better than minus 160. Tatum, yeah. plus yeah, 180. Brown, 12 to 1. Draymond, 16 to 1. Forget about that one. He's not winning it uh clay 25 to one it's not terrible marcus smart 30 to one wiggins 50 to one that's that's not awful i don't know that he can win it but that's not awful horford 50 to MN one and
0: pool jordan yeah.
1: pool 50 to one grant williams 250 grant williams 250 to one hits and threes who knows uh iguodala 500 to one and
0: then you could pretty much forget it after that any of those jump out to you i mean the other day curry was at um even money i loved it then so you know listen uh Still at minus one ten. If you like the Warriors to win this series, that's probably your best bet right now, is it not? Yeah, like it's, it's as far chalk as these you know,
1: MVPs, it's usually chalk. I mean, that one year Iguodala won it. Which I thought was crazy. Curry led the team in scoring. I mean, Iguodala got credit for great defense on LeBron, but LeBron still averaged like thirty-six points in that series. I thought that was overthinking a little bit. I, th- I actually thought LeBron could have won it that year because LeBron was really good. LeBron should have won. won it I that agree. year. I would have voted for LeBron. hundred percent. I didn't have yeah. a vote that year, but I would have voted for LeBron.
0: <laughs> you, I thought you did have a vote that year. Not yet, I man. The po-
1: I, I'm hoping to get the podcast to do well enough where uh, where they start asking me.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I would be shocked if you don't have one next year. But... Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. We'll have to. uh, Anything you want to take a stab at? Wiggins fifty to one, probably not,
0: right? Clay twenty five to one.
1: The narrative coming off injuries. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Like I said, it's usually. Yeah. No. I mean, let's
0: let's each do a a a long shot play for Finals MVP. I mean, it sounds. I just. Yeah. Who do you got if you had to pick one long shot? So just
1: we'll eliminate Curry. We'll eliminate Tatum, and we could pick anybody else. Yes. I'll say you know what? It's not too much of a long shot, but. Brown there's not that much of a difference between Brown and Tatum in terms of talent. Like Brown could win this award. I think some of these other guys for like sure. it's hard for Draymond to win this award. He doesn't score enough. Clay, right. it's not impossible. You know, he hits a million threes, but I, that not a stretch. It's not impossible. So I would either I would say Brown for the Celtics. Clay 25 to one. If you're looking for a real bomb, Wiggins, fifty to one, maybe his defense. I, I don't know. That's probably stretching it. But I'll say probably best bet is Brown twelve to one because Brown's not that far fetched.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would say that's probably the best long shot play outside of the top two. I, I'll listen. I, I'll throw out Al Horford. I
1: was going to say, at, Horford, I was just going to say that because there's a narrative with him, too, because all these games without playing in the finals, I think it was 142 playoff games without playing in the finals, the most in NBA history without reaching a final. So, uh, yeah, that's not a bad one. The Sixers could use a guy like Al Horford. He's a good player.
0: <laughs> yeah, they paid him a crap ton of money, and he couldn't get up and down the floor. I so, I think he's on you know some type of Peds at this point because I, I quite literally do not get it. Well, what I mean, I watched every game with him in a Sixers uniform. Well, he could not get up and down the floor. And I think
1: Philly it's gave amazing. him like a five million dollar incentive bonus where if he wins the finals or he makes the finals, he gets an extra five million. So it's amazing Philly paid him, and then he he gets it with Boston.
0: Was that from Philly? I didn't even see that. I think Philly I saw that I saw that in his incentive, but I thought
1: that was with ball I didn't maybe know that, that was a it's six sixer. maybe it is from Boston. Maybe it's from Boston. yeah, I,
0: I don't think that's Philly paying him that, but either way, it's unbelievable. He looks great. And you know if you can see this series being, you know, super close, Tatum may be struggling in like two or three of them, uh, where his average isn't there. and Al Horford is like, you know, getting 19, 10, and six consistently or something. He hits a game winning shot in game seven. Like, it's not that crazy. It's crazy, but if we have to make a long shot play, is the whole the point of this conversation. Uh, it's not that crazy to look at Al Horford at, at 50 to one.
1: Yeah, it's not crazy. I think Mitch Moss has not hit like 200 to one from a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Well, yeah. But, again, these these awards, like the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, usually it's chalk. Usually it's the quarterback. Yeah. Once in a while you get a guy with a couple of pick sixes or whatever, and he wins it. But for the most part, right. it's chalk. For the most part, I mean, I, I wonder if they put out a line, will Curry or Tatum, like if they gave you Curry and Tatum, you could lay a big price with that. That's probably a decent bet just because, uh, again, Brown could win it. Brown's not impossible, but usually a chalk will win. No. But it, it's fun to look at.
0: There is some uh... – some house specials at Bet Rivers. Yes, there are. And um, actually, they're they're offering Curry to win NBA Finals MVP a plus one hundred five. I saw that. That's pretty good. So that's pretty good. Yeah, you gotta good, take
1: that just based on the value of the number. You absolutely, absolutely have to take that. Because what you could do, you could take Curry plus 105, and then you could take the Celtics to win the series plus 135. I mean, you're not making a ton of money. Maybe it's not worth it, but you're guaranteeing yourself a little bit of profit. Because like, I think if the Warriors win, it'd be very hard for anyone other than Curry to win it. Not impossible. Never impossible, but it'd be very hard.
0: 100%. Yeah. I I mean, it's the the league is desperate to – not desperate, but they want to give Curry a finals MVP. So as long as the Warriors win. Yeah, and it's I, going to Curry. Yeah, I agree. in in for In
1: order for the Warriors to win, I think Curry would have to play well. Now, in, in terms of the series, Boston has typically done well against uh, the Warriors. I think this is the only team. I'm pretty sure it is. Since Kerr took over, the Celtics are the only team that has a 500 or better record. I think they're over 500 against the Warriors. I think their wings, their size, with Tatum and Brown, give them trouble. I think Smart does a good job defending Curry. So. Think it'll be a good series. I don't know that this is. I th- I think people who aren't really following it look at the Warriors and say, "Oh, this is you know the Warriors are back. This is the vintage Warriors. It's a it's a different team. Clay's not as good. Uh, they play with some younger guys with Kamingo with Moody. It's definitely a different team. It's not the machine they were in 2015, 16, and obviously the Durant teams. It's not that level of team."
0: No, I would agree. I would agree. It's just even with them being human. um, you know, they, they, they certainly have the edge, I think, which, I, you know, I don't know what that's saying. But Curry has – Curry's had a a down year for his expectations. Yeah, I mean, battling injuries, he hasn't been shooting the ball nearly to his standard. Obviously, neither has Clay Thompson. Draymond Green is still a stud for them and, and extremely valuable for them. Uh, but, but he's certainly lost a step with his scoring and everything else. So, you're right, they are, they are certainly human and, and more than beatable. Uh, despite them still being the Warriors and this being their sixth trip in eight, eight seasons, which is remarkable.
1: Yeah, it really is, and it's it's funny. Curry started out great, too, and it was like, remember he got down to, like, even money or plus 200 to win the MVP? It was like, oh, it's his award to lose, and then he got hurt. He didn't play well. Like you said, he ended up yeah. really not having a good year. Not uh, not a good year for him. I mean, still a pretty, pretty good year for everybody else, but not sure. a good year for him. Um, and, and you're right. six Six finals in eight years is really impressive. Uh, some of the numbers on Steve Kerr are incredible. I think he's 22 and two or 23 and two in playoff series. The only loss is the one to the Raptors, where Durant and Clay got hurt, and then the one where they blew the 3-1 lead to the Cavs. Other than that, he's undefeated in the playoffs in terms of series, and he's never lost a Western Conference series. And uh, it, you know what's really hard is when you have like a dynasty or a mini dynasty, then you get napped off and you miss the playoffs a couple years. Usually, it's over at that point. Usually, you don't, you know, rekindle yes. it and, and get back. It's very hard to retinker the roster and get back. So. Uh, it's been a hell of a job by them. They're a great organization, and um, I'm rooting for them. I, I don't, I can't stand the Celtics. So, all right, who who are you rooting for in this series?
0: Yeah, I can't root for Boston. Yeah, Neither it's not allowed.
1: I, no, no. Yeah. I I bet Boston Game Seven against Miami on the money line. I was still rooting for Miami. I was
0: devastated. But we missed that <laughs> shot. <laughs> i know i dude everyone that's saying that's a terrible shot they you have no idea what you're talking about anyone that said that i agree they're the same people that if that went in would be said oh butler like you you're in transition in a eastern conference finals game seven you're not getting that type of look if you call a timeout and run a play uh like you're at home you 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 go for the win it's a pull-up three he missed it i mean he's gonna think about that shot for the rest of his life on his deathbed but You know, I I had no problem with that shot. Well, even
1: if you get the two, which people automatically assume it's just kind of a a free two points, which it's not because Horford's still there. He's a
0: good rim protector.
1: All right. Let's just say you tie it up, which again, it's not a guarantee boston can settle for the last shot so they're 50 50 to win the game at least or 50, around 50 50 to win it yeah in, in regulation then they're probably 50 50 or better to win it in overtime so you got to survive two coin flips if you do the math just roughly it's like 75 percent boston's still going to win the game so if you're boston tie game you got the ball last shot that's one chance to win and then you got two chances to, another chance to win in overtime so not a great scenario to tie it up there and again if you get fouled uh, again, you, you got to worry about the ref blowing the whistle. There, last 20 seconds, these guys tend to eat the whistle. Maybe you're at home, you get mm-hmm. the call, but uh, and then you got to make two free throws. It's not automatic. You got dead legs. I, I didn't. You know, it's it's a tough decision, tough decision because you could say, hey, if you have dead legs, why are you shooting a three? And he clearly was gassed. I mean, look, he played all 48 minutes. That team was exhausted. I think that's part of the reason yeah. uh, you didn't want to play overtime too, as the team was exhausted. Now I'm wondering if all those things crossed in his mind as, as he was taking that shot, but probably not. Probably just said, you know what, I'm open. Uh, I want to win this look, game, and here we go. And like you said, if if that went in, nobody's criticizing him. Say, you know what, I know he made it, but I would have gone for the two. Nobody,
0: <laughs> yeah, that. you, you got to question that decision there. <laughs> totally playing right. the results. Yeah, and uh, you bring up a good point too. 48 minutes played, you're gassed, and you're going for the win at home. You're like, let's let's win this bleeping game. Um, obviously, not the case. So. All right, what uh, what else we got? Any other baseball stuff? Um, hockey. What
1: what do you like in hockey? Anything? Do you do you know anything about hockey? <laughs> I mean, who does? Do no, you? Oh, not a, no no no. I come on here and I act like I'm Barry Melrose with these Rangers games, but I have no <laughs> idea. It's been fun though. It's fun to watch.
0: No, it has. I um, listen. If the Flyers aren't aren't in it, which they never are anymore, but uh, you know, if the Flyers aren't in it, I typically go all in. Uh, at, at the very latest, the conference finals. So yeah. um, I'm in now. I've been watching. I've been watching periodically for the past couple of weeks, and it, it's been entertaining. I've always said this. Uh, hockey playoffs right. is the most entertaining, the best entertainment you can get in in right. all of sports. There's nothing better.
1: Yeah, Rangers had a game seven the other night. It was weird. It was game seven on the road. And it was anticlimactic because they were up two nothing right away. They're up three nothing and they just kind of ran them out ran them off the ice. It was weird because you think game seven, it's gonna be one one late, two one, and you're just sitting here biting yeah. your fingernails. Rangers kind of blew them out. And I think the Rangers uh, I think they're live in this series against the Lightning. I know Tampa's got a good goalie. Tampa's obviously a really good team going for a third straight championship, which – unbelievable. Yeah, I think that, it's got to be what? The early 2000 Lakers. That's the last time we've had a three-peat in a major sport because yes. the Patriots never did it. The Spurs never even went back-to-back, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know who else would be. The Warriors never won three in a row. They won three out of four, and they won back-to-back, but they didn't win three in a row. So, yeah, anytime you get a three-peat in sports, that's, uh, that's a hell of an accomplishment. A big deal. And – Obviously, Colorado's really good, so even if they beat the Rangers, it's not a given. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I I, I don't know if you saw the uh, Oilers Avalanche yesterday. What was that, an eight six? I did. Eight seven
0: final. <laughs> it was seven four at the end of the second period. Yeah,
1: I took unbelievable. Un- I took under seven just on principle. It was like, look, you got to score eight goals here in a conference semifinal to beat me. I mean, <laughs> come on, that's uh, that's not going to happen. Or I mean, if it does, I'll tip my hat. But uh, I tip my hat because yeah, eight six final, man that was uh that's crazy. I'm sure the league would love Connor McDavid versus the Rangers in the cup final but not sure we're going to get it.
0: I know. I'm I'm not surprised the Rangers advanced over Carolina but Carolina was certainly the better team. I the you know, the league wanted the New York Rangers and and they got them. So certainly a good you know, a good result there with Rangers Lightning now facing off. Do you have a play for this game uh tonight, Wednesday night?
1: I'm gonna take the Rangers and I'm gonna take the Rangers in seven plus six fifty at Bet Rivers. And they get home, and they get home ice, so they get the home game wow. at seven. And they've won both these other series in seven. Rangers have showed some guts. I will say that about them. They were down three-one to the Penguins. They were down two-nothing in game five, down two-nothing in game six in Pittsburgh. And then they trail late in game seven, and they came back every step of the way. They turn right around. They're down 2 nothing at Carolina. You know, it's funny. They're in the conference finals. They have not led a series yet.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Only when they get the win. Yeah. You get, yeah. unbelievable.
1: Because they were down one nothing to Pittsburgh, tied at 1-1, then fell down 3-1. And yeah, even right. when they tied it against Carolina 2-2, they fell right behind 3-2. It's like they can't win unless their back is against the wall. But every time their back is against the wall and they have to win, they do win. So looking forward to It should be fun
0: anything for edmonton colorado i mean it's hard to it's hard to say edmonton's going to you know survive this series but no nah, it seems like colorado's just a uh, a level yeah. above everybody else yeah they're they're unbelievable yeah they are good i don't He's know what else, what else
1: you got anything in football yet you're going to be doing football soon the way the phillies are playing
0: i've already started doing football yeah <laughs> it's uh it's unbelievable, man. But, uh, yeah, no, nothing nothing really with with football yet that's worth, uh, you know, diving into too, too seriously. I mean, I've, I've been talking a little bit about the division and the Eagles with, you know, moving from 8.5 to 9.5 on their win total. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty of time probably to, to get more into that.
1: Yeah, yesterday was 100 days until uh, the start of the season, Rams and Bills. Yeah. So we're down to 99. It, it'll be here before you know it. Before you know it, Hall of Fame game. Um, once the NBA ends, it, it is just a lot of baseball until then, but it, it'll get here pretty quickly.
0: It always does. It always does. It it, it flies by, and I can't wait, as always.
1: How about draft? Any, can't wait. NBA draft, anything you're into?
0: Uh, no. Are you?
1: Not really. We got another, no. what, few weeks for that? I think it's the end of the month. I know Jabari yeah, is uh, usually a the favorite week to go year, one round. Right. Jabari, I think, is minus 220 to be the first pick here at Bet Rivers. Yeah. Not into it, though. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just – it'll be fun to watch. If, does Philly have a pick?
0: Yeah. No, they have a pick. Um, you know, we haven't even really dived into any of the draft coverage yet, but um be interesting to see what Daryl Morey does, you know, if he decides to use it or if he decides to flip it. Um, there's a lot of question marks, as we know, around these 76ers, so – yeah, draft
1: is fun. I mean, you can make some money betting the draft too because I think with all these drafts, it's so much information based. So definitely keep an eye on it. But yeah, we're uh, we're winding down, man. We're, we're gonna be it's gonna be the dead of summer soon. I'm sure you're already feeling it with the, the Phillies stinking. You know, you got no basketball, no
0: hockey. It's uh, it's a lot of baseball until football. It is, it is. But uh, we'll we'll see, man. We'll see what the Phillies can do. I'm not I'm not banking on anything. I'm not staying optimistic <laughs> until they show me something, anything. Uh, but well, it's been fun, man. I, I appreciate it. We'll have to do it again here soon.
1: Yeah, we'll do it again next week. Hopefully. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. Always enjoy these crossovers. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download, follow anything you can do. Retweet the podcast, tell your friends, any support, any promotion we would appreciate. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk Rangers game one. We'll talk baseball game. One of the NBA finals is also tomorrow. So a lot to do, Boy, not not too much longer between before we you know have no hockey, no basketball for a while. It's going to be just baseball, but we'll have football to look forward to. We'll do plenty of baseball with the Mets and Yankees rolling, and NFL previews. We'll uh we'll have plenty to talk about. So looking forward to it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.